COVID-19 numbers break records, the election is still up in the air, and Square and Take Two beat on earnings. This is the Running With The Money podcast. Let's get into it. Markets are falling today. Not much, but some. Seeming to be cooling off after three days of huge growth from this election. And you know, at the end of the day, it needs to cool off. It really does. It has been going through the roof the past few days. And cooling off a little day, taking off a little steam is excellent. Because that gives you the opportunity to, well, maybe take some profits. Maybe raise some cash. Maybe. If you didn't do that on the green days, market's not too far gone. You can, you can raise some cash here if the market continues to fall. Not only that, but it allows you to take a breather. Look at the market. See what's going on. It's Friday at the end of the day, and this is supposed to be the fun day of the week, is it not? So, looking at the market, COVID-19 numbers are greatly affecting it, obviously. I'd say that's what a little of the red is all about today. COVID-19 numbers going through the roof. Um, as of yesterday, um, on Thursday, the United States added 121,888 cases to the count of COVID-19 that is 20,000 cases higher than the previous day record. Now, this is not good whatsoever, and this brings back in the question, is the nation going to go back on lockdown? Time and time again, throughout the past few days, experts have been coming on, disease experts, um, and they have been saying that, yeah, we need to lock back down. The only way we're going to stop this is locking back down, and I have no doubt after this, this election is over that likely... We could go back into lockdown. I, you know, already around at least where I live, schools are closing back down due to COVID-19. And I think it's going to be a major risk at the end of the day to the economy. Now, we do know, and it seems that the Senate, when it comes to the election, is going to go red. And, well, that creates an excellent market no matter who becomes president. In fact, it's looking like if Joe Biden became president and the Senate maintained uh, a Republican majority, we might have one of the best markets we could possibly have, or at least one of the best situations for the market. Um, taking a look, gridlock, gridlocked government has actually created the best markets um, historically. And it say Biden gets in, you know, he won't be able to pass those tax um, increases, those tax hikes. And therefore, um, the stock market will largely think that that's good. Um, this gridlock, this boring Washington um, for what would be the next four years will be good for the market. And at the end of the day, the market can continue to soar as it is. Now, uh, just today, stimulus is also a topic that um, is starting to come back up. Senate Majority Leader, or could be a Senate Minority Leader, but it's looking like Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and Majority Leader Nancy Pelosi of the House seems to be, uh, they're, they're talking back up about stimulus, talking about possibly multiple stimulus, maybe a small stimulus prior to the next president, and then a big one after the new president comes in. Really don't know, but stimulus will be a future catalyst for this market. But at the end of the day, we're here to talk about stocks. We're here to talk about um, individual stocks that are going to make you a crap ton of money, not talk about COVID-19, the election, and stimulus, all of which run this market as we have talked about episodes and episodes and episodes throughout the show. But we're here to talk about stocks. So let's get into it. Last night, we had a bevy of names report earnings, and my goodness gracious, um, I don't know where to start. We had Take Two and Square report insane numbers, um, and you know that's really what 
is so astounding. Square reporting gross profit of $794 million. That's a 59% increase year over year. Uh, total net revenues of $3.03 billion. That's a 140% increase year over year. And adjusted EBDA of $181 million. That's up 38% year over year. Net income of $37 million. Uh, cash app gross profit of $385 million. Um, and that represents 212% year over year growth. And then, of course, seller gross profit of $409 million, up 12% year over year square absolutely killing it their stock trading up huge today i picked up some calls yesterday just before earnings and well it definitely paid off the stock is up huge today 23 points um which you know in reality is only 13 percent, but that's still a huge move taking them to a new all-time high today and really when it comes down to square is this is just representative of where the future of the market um the future of the economy the future of the nation is going and here's why um digital payments e-commerce square is heavily involved in those um square also recently announced it boosted the stock some cryptocurrencies now now bitcoin is going insane at the end of the day the future of this economy is digital and companies such as square and paypal are going to capitalize on that they're going to do very well and long term i still very much like square even though i did exit the position minutes ago just before the podcast um i'm in options you don't want to hold options super super long term i took a 92 percent profit on my investment um in one day not even one full trading day that's the power of options so getting away from the whole options gain on Square, let's get into Square itself. I just ran through the numbers and they're absolutely terrific. And you know, really what it comes down to is as I as I've noted just now, it's the future. Um Square is an excellent company. It is trading very high today, but you know, in the next few days, next week, it could let off some steam after this huge run um, if we get a real bad down day somewhere in the week. And I think you could pick some up here and actually go long on the stock. There was a lot of price target upgrades right around 210. Um, but, you know, the stock will eventually come back down. It's just a reaction on earnings. Very, very good earnings. Um, and I very much like Square long term. Not saying buy it now. I'm saying wait for a pullback and then pick some up. That's my game plan on Square after exiting the position today. Now, moving into another company that we recommended on the podcast in the beginning of the week, in the week ahead, and that would be Take-Two Interactive. My goodness, COVID-19 has created some real home runs, and Take-Two is one of them. I mean, how can you not like Take-Two? My goodness, video games, GTA 5, NBA 2K, I'm not sure what there is what there is to dislike. Um, in the numbers, well, they came in per usual, excellent. Net bookings grew to nine hundred and fifty-seven point five million dollars, exceeding the eight hundred and fifty-five million dollars expected. Um, not only that, but net revenue was eight hundred forty-one point one million dollars. Um, net income per diluted share increased thirty-seven percent to eighty-six cents a share. Net cash provided by operating activities for six months ended September thirtieth came in at an increased level by three hundred and fifty three hundred and thirty-five percent to six hundred twenty-six Seven million dollars. Excellent numbers there. Um, not only that, but they also raised their guidance for fiscal year 2021, and they now expect three billion dollars in net bookings. Um, and moving in to the Q3 expectations, those were also solid. Net revenue is expected in Q3 for Take Two to be 760 to 810 million dollars. 
Net income is expected to range from 128 to $140 million, according to the press release. And not only that, but diluted net income per share is expected to be within a range of $1.10 to $1.21. So significant increases are expected in the third quarter. Um, and, you know, this is just excellent. And not only that, but net bookings, which is an operational metric for the company, um, those are expected to come in at 675 to 725 million in the third quarter. So overall, an excellent um, report from Take Two. I really like Take Two. That stock is also up big. We've been pitching that for days and days and days, especially when it got knocked down like seven points at the beginning of the week. That was just stupid. I don't know why um, this stock went all the way down there. It was absolutely ridiculous. But if you picked it up all the way down at 151 just before the election, great job. We were calling it the team was calling it here at Running With The Money. Take two, excellent name. I still like it long. And, you know, at the end of the day, if you were the pick a name in the gaming space, I highly recommend Take Two Interactive, especially if you're looking out into this winter and you want to get in on some of those stay-at-home plays. Take Two is perfect for you. I really like Take Two. We actually dropped breakdowns on Take Two and I believe Square um, in the past few weeks. So, you know, there is information there um, that is updated. So that is something you should go check out at runningwiththemoney.com. Now, we also have to dig in to a whole bunch of other things, but there's one name I would like to highlight. I just dropped a breakdown on it, and that would be Shopify. Now, Shopify is an excellent stock. Um, the thing has gone on an absolute tear this year. And, you know, it is a company of the future. It's one of those stay at home names. It's just, just continually moving higher. Now it's up, you know, a few percent today, just under a percent actually today. But, you know, looking at the last five days, it literally went from a low, a five day low of 904 bucks a share all the way up to 1,040 bucks a share. And 900 was an excellent location to buy it. Now the stock has gone hugely to the north side this year and rightly so um looking at this economy looking at the way the economy is working um the numbers are just astounding with e-commerce growth and that would be be because of COVID 19 everyone's ordering online a lot of people are starting online businesses and shopify offers all the tools to do that um so i'd just like to do to do a rundown of shopify brief you in on Shopify and maybe it's a uh, future investment for you. Um, I think it is a great company that hasn't hit my price target to enter. I think it's an excellent buy right around 900, if not under. And the way the stock has been trending lately, it could very easily dip down there um, on a, you know, say a pullback next week. That could be possible. You never know. The market pulls back. The market's up and down. The market is always volatile lately, especially given COVID-19 and we could get a slight pullback. So, in the case of a slight pullback in Shopify stock, I want you to know the details and the research on Shopify. So let's dig into it. Um, so it's currently trading roughly at a market cap around 120.1, billion, uh, $121 billion, which is quite overvalued at the moment for the company. If you look at the price to sales, it's currently trading at a price to sales ratio around 45, a price to earnings of over 580 um, a price to book over 18 and a price to cash flow over 133. So it is definitely trading at a premium. And that's why I say wait for a pullback. But if you look at the future e-commerce growth, if you look at the future of e-commerce long term, 
you know, you might not be paying as much of a premium as you think. And, you know, Q3 earnings were a definite representation of the growth that this company is seeing. Taking a look at Q3, we can clearly see that, you know, they're just seeing tremendous growth. Um, in Q3, they reported an EPS of $1.13, and that is against the expected EPS of 53 cents. So they pretty much doubled the EPS expectations, which is stellar. Revenue growth um, came in at 96% growth, bringing the total revenues for Q3 to $767.4 million. Um, breaking down that revenue, um, subscription solutions revenue came in at $245.3 million, representing a 48% increase. Merchant solutions revenues came in at a whopping $522.1 million, representing 132% growth. And then, you know, you really just get nitty and gritty with these numbers and they're just they're stellar numbers. Monthly recurring revenues of $74.4 million for Q3, up 47%. Uh, gross merchandise value came in at $30.9 billion, up 109%. Um, gross payments volume came in at a total of $14 billion, that now representing 45% of gross merchandise value, um, which that is up versus 42% the same time last year. Now, then you really even you dig into gross profit. Gross profit came in up 87% to $405.1 million. Adjusted gross profit came in up 88% to $42.6 million. Um, and it just continues to get better and better. Net income of $191.1 million for Q3, representing um, huge growth based off of the $72.8 million they turned out in Q3 of 2019. Um, so excellent growth. The only downside was on an earnings basis is that they didn't give guidance um, referencing COVID-19 and uncertainties with the economy. The typical stuff we have been hearing out of the only companies who have been growing throughout COVID-19. Um, it's kind of weird. It's kind of odd how they won't give guidance, yet they're the only companies that have been growing at exponential rates throughout this whole thing. But I somewhat understand you really don't want to give guidance when you have so much uncertainty in the United States um, regarding COVID-19, the election, stimulus, economy. There's just so much in the United States that's uncertain up in the air. No one knows that I wouldn't want to give guidance either, especially if I was running up if I was heading a company um, that was worth billions. So I definitely would not want to give guidance. I completely understand, but it was a little bit disappointing not to get guidance. Now, digging into Shopify's balance sheet, that is even better. Um, total debt of $750 million. Now, I lead off with total debt. You're probably wondering, well, that's not good. Well, hear me out. It's the first debt that they have actually seen on the balance sheet. They had no debt up until this quarter. Now they added $750 million on. It's the first debt. But the other levels are stellar. And they could actually easily pay that debt off pretty quickly. Um, total liabilities of $1.285 billion. So relatively low liabilities compared to their assets, which are at $7.462 billion. So their assets far outweigh their liabilities and debt. And not only that, but they have a great cash and short-term investments level on the side of $6.121 billion. So, you know, a stellar balance sheet out of Shopify, and obviously they're trading at a premium. Now, when it comes to who's in it, who is invested in it? Um, the big money is surprisingly not as invested as I typically like them to be. Um, institutional investors only own 69.63% of Shopify stock, which is still a lot, but you know, it's just not, it's, it's not 
80%, 90% like I usually like to see. Um, but top holders within Shopify stock is Fidelity Management and Research, Capital World Investors, and Bailey Gifford & Co. So, you know, it's, a, it's an excellent name. They have big institutional investors in it, but I would like to see that institutional holdings level go up, and that would probably only occur if the stock pulled back in major ways. Um, furthermore, the analyst, given all the numbers, well, they're actually quite bullish. Um, the high price target is fourteen hundred. The mean price target is eleven hundred and sixty-one bucks a share, and the low price target is only nine hundred and fifty bucks a share. So, yeah, if you can get it under nine hundred, um, you're getting a, I believe, a solid price on Shopify stock. And then a few final notes on Shopify. Um, they made a deal with TikTok not too long ago, allowing millions of their merchants to create and run ads on TikTok or ad campaigns on TikTok. So that opens up a lot of revenue possibilities, a lot more possibilities to advertise um, using Shopify's platform. And, you know, really the only downside to the stock at the moment is the multiples that it's trading at, the premium that the stock is trading at. But I do think you will have chances when it comes down to get it on the stock. I don't think those chances are over yet. Um, it's not ready to roar to new levels. I think it stays within, I'd say the 900 to 1200 range for quite a while here. Um, simply due to the market, simply due to uncertainties amongst COVID-19. And you know, that that's just the way I see Shopify stock trading for a little bit, in my opinion. Now, moving in to stocks to watch going into next week. And I'm just going to run through the list and then do highlights on them all. Obviously, I'm going to start with UPS. I have holdings in UPS, full disclaimer, but I like the name so much. It hasn't run too much this week. In fact, it was actually down. I counted a little more than two days this week. I didn't like that. No way. I don't like it when my stuff goes down. But UPS is a solid buy. It's been trending up here at the end of the week, and I really like UPS. Apple, Teladoc, NVIDIA, Amazon, Chegg, Stamps.com, RingCentral. Let's keep it going. Uh, <clears throat> CRWD, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Tesla, Berkshire, Class B shares, not Class A. Class B shares. If you can afford Class A, I don't know. I don't know what you did to get all that money. Maybe you traded your way there. Who knows? But that is a lot of quan um, to be buying Class A Berkshire shares. <laughs> That's those shares have gone nuts. Um, Marvel Technologies, an excellent name. It got back up over the 40s, but you know maybe you can still go long on it. Maybe wait for a pullback. Maybe you get a pullback. You never know. Um, the market can always sell off one day and rebound in big ways to next. So always be on the lookout for Marvel Technologies. And then Starbucks, Take-Two, Costco, um, Chipotle. And then next week, we have a big week of earnings. Big, big week of earnings, surprisingly. Um, we have some major names, such as McDonald's. That's going to possibly give us hints as to where has the fast food market been this whole time? Has it been getting hit? really hard or has it been doing well um workhorse a speculative name um that a lot of people have invested in who knows where that goes it'll be interesting to see those numbers canopy growth and aurora pot stocks those have been beneficiaries of this election um a lot of states legalizing pot and whether you like it or not pot is here to stay it seems across the country and those could be an excellent investment maybe i'll preview canopy growth or aurora who knows? And Simon Properties also reports next week in many more companies. It will be interesting to see where these earnings come in and see where certain sectors of the market are currently doing business and how their business is going. But we also got big news on jobs. Job report came out this morning. Yes, 
October job report came out. It beat the expectations from all the analysts. Um, 638,000 payrolls were added in the month of October with unemployment dropping to 6.9%. So not a bad month. Uh, the unemployment rate is still high, 6.9%. Really not great. Um, and who knows, that might go up if COVID numbers keep going up. Ugh, I'm not going to like that. But at the end of the day, it was a great earnings report. And we saw a little um, bounce in the market this morning um, based on those numbers. So that was excellent. And the Fed, we got a Fed announcement yesterday. And well, nothing special, really. Um, the Fed decided to hold rates near zero again. It seems that those rates and they've hinted that those rates will stay the same for the next few years. Um, they did know, on the other hand, that the U.S. economy is recovering better than expected. But there are major risks to the market and they kind of hinted to Congress, hey, Congress, that we need a stimulus. You know, we just need a stimulus, people. Um, and that is going to be a major catalyst for the market, whether we get stimulus or not. If we get it, I think the market goes higher. If we don't get it, well, it's just simply not going to be good. And that's the conclusion to today's show. Um, I know it was a short one, but we will be back. I will be back Monday to go through the latest market news, of course, and bring you some of the best stocks to buy now. This is the conclusion of the Running With The Money podcast. You can follow the Running With The Money team at um, Running With The Money, of course, on Instagram and Facebook. Also, follow me. Ask any questions you have on Twitter um, at me, at Luke Donay, or follow me on Twitter at Luke Donay. I always love following uh, followers. You know, if you, you follow me on Twitter. Um, anyway, enough with the social medias. I also post everything on Twitter. So if you want to go there, um, typically the Twitter folks get the breakdowns and everything before anyone else. But at the end of the day, that's just the way the world works at running with the money. Thank you for tuning in. I will see you Monday. Trade on Eat Sleep Profit. And of course, the best of luck. Have the best weekend. And I will see you Monday.